1: Hi, I'm Jamie Winkup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the race tracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars.
0: Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel. And Craig, absolutely delighted that we are this week talking with Dick Johnson on the future of the team, as they are now, DJR, not... Uh, that Team Penske thing as well, and also the 2021 season and his new drivers. It's terrific that we got him on board and uh, wonderful to talk to Dick again, and I look forward to uh, doing in person with him. Lots of items on the agenda for uh, this week, um, including, of course, obviously, because of the Victorian lockdown, a uh, very spur of the moment that would seem lockdown that has probably got a lot of uh, sports people as well as businesses on their toes. Um, it's, uh, it's going to impact. We won't know uh, for a couple more days on what impact it is, other than immediately, of course, it stopped the uh, Winton test going ahead. But we have got the Queensland test that uh, last weekend or last Friday. Um, now, maybe uh, you've got some thoughts on it. Uh, it was pretty successful from what I understand, and we've got a couple of interviews lined up.
1: Yes, and uh, what was interesting is the Goddard car was fastest at the test, which is a good sign for Matt Stone Racing. No, I'm happy with it. It's a good start for the year. Um, but yeah, it's never a bad thing to see the name at the top. It's good morale for the whole team, for myself, mechanics, engineers. Uh, obviously, I got Jack Bellotti. Um, his young, first year in the role. Just stepped up from data engineer. So for him to back himself and really get the confidence, it's, uh, it's the best thing. So no, he can only do well. We'll hear from Jamie Winkup.
0: Well, we're getting a brand new car, which is exciting to uh, to start the year. So we um, had a little shakedown a couple of days ago, and then today was a real true test on um, on filling the car out, making sure it's comfortable. Uh, I've changed a few little things ergonomic wise inside the car as well. It's been identical for 15 years, but um, this year I decided to make a few little tweaks. Um, won't go, I won't bore you with the detail, but um, yeah, just getting used to those, used to those few tweaks, and um, you know, the car felt good. But we spent most of the day just trying to go, trying to go faster, trying to learn. Uh, mechanically, how to, how to make the car quicker. Um, got a lot of data, not sure if we made any gains forward, but um, got a lot of information. So hopefully we can go through that and uh,
1: and make some- The questions now, Tony, is how will the Victorian test go down? Now, if the lockdown continues, the, the mail I'm getting is that if they can't do the test this Friday at Winton, there's talk that they'll be going to Sydney Motorsport Park on Wednesday, and then straight on to Bathurst. Obviously, it all comes down to when Victoria now comes out of lockdown, or even if it's having a partial lockdown where it might be parts of the city or the city itself. Um, it's interesting that Brad Jones Racing hasn't decided to go off and do a test on their own. There's waited until... There's a decision on what can happen with Winton.
0: Some of the Victorian teams have been pretty busy, uh, regardless, getting ready for, course of course, the test. I understand that we've got some uh, interviews with Mark Winterbottom and Scott Pye. Their
1: livery launchers for Team 18. This season, we've got a real opportunity to become a, a you know, a strong force. I, I think in the championship and someone who can turn up on every weekend and, and be a contender. Like I said, qualifying is is a goal. You know, to improve that this year uh, and get the car better over one lap. We've certainly got a great race car over, over multiple laps, but uh, finding that one lap speed is, is a goal. And I think if we can do that, uh, regular podiums has to be the target. So we want wins. We got, we got a few podiums last year. Um, it'd be fantastic to get the team's first win and, uh, and continue to build on that consistency. But last year, I guess, sitting inside the top 10 as, as consistently as possible was, was satisfying, uh, but it's not gonna be enough this year. We need to step up again and, and target consistent top fives. Uh, and if we can do that, we're in contention for a podium every weekend. Heading to is going to be strange. Um, we go there in October traditionally, but uh, you know, sprint race format. Um, you know, the 1,000 race is
0: all about flat out anyway. So our approach won't change. Um, but you know, one driver in a sprint event, it's, it's got a different feel. So um, yeah, really excited. Uh, I'd love to get the car in the shootout, do that one lap, and uh, a win at Bathurst is is always special. So. Um, Weird, but uh, but I'm looking forward to it.
1: We were talking about Brad Jones racing. Macaulay Jones was in Canberra last weekend, and he's planning to go up and run at the first round of the Australian Karting Championships this weekend coming in Queensland at Ipswich, and he uh, was taking his kart around Circuit Mark Webber, which is now one of the premier carding circuits in the country uh, just to uh, get his eye in. So he'll be getting a few miles up under his belt, uh, not, of course, part of the lockdown because he lives in Albury, not Wodonga.
0: On the news front, uh, we've got um, also that Pickford have announced that uh, they've signed both James Moffat um, and uh, Alex Premier. Um, of course, uh, they have to make sure that he can come in the country. Okay, they'll be uh, they'll be looking for permits and uh, COVID restrictions and all quarantine sort of things. But that's good news because Alex certainly is somebody who knows the series well, knows Bathurst, and has been extremely successful there. So that would be terrific to see him back. I understand uh, Dave Reynolds has uh, come out and and given some background to how he's ended up back at Kelly's after uh, what was thought to be a fairly uh, abysmal sort of end
1: to it all uh, some years ago. Yes, certainly we have had uh, discussions at different times, perhaps dancing around the subject, but uh, Dave Reynolds went on the record with Andrew Van Leeuwen, who he, of course, does the Below the Bonnet podcast with and has uh, spoken to him that his contract, and I, and you know this well because you have talked to David about it off the record, But uh, he he felt that some of the problems there was with uh, one of the, well, long-standing managers of supercars and and certainly of Holden, John Crennan, might have been part of uh, the issues there, which is why he didn't go into a second year.
0: It's terrific to see now, and uh, as has been suggested by many fans, that uh, Dave Reynolds maybe is got plenty more in the tank now with a new team and a new outlook, and A new car for him, so that's going to be terrific to see, and I'm hoping that uh, I'm going to be at Bathurst, we'll have to wait and see uh, how this Victorian lockdown goes. Um, Craig, I know you're heading there, and uh, I'm sure it'll be a wonderful sight to see these cars back on track again, (laughs) considering it was only Bathurst last year where you last saw them.
1: Yes, and that's certainly going to be the case. I'm not not jumping out of my skin about two 250k races, but at least they're keeping that format, which we uh, saw at Clipsal on Adelaide 500 for so many years. And I know our guest today, Tony, in Dick Johnson, has uh, his thoughts to share on starting off at Bathurst.
0: Welcome to Inside Supercars. We're blessed this week with one of the real doyens of our sport. That being Dick Johnson, multiple Bathurst, multiple touring car title winner, and now the man behind the helm of the successful team of the uh, 2020s.
2: Dick, welcome to the show. Thanks, mate. It's uh, it's a pleasure finally uh, to be able to hopefully uh, go racing again. And boy, have uh, has there been a bit of a change around at
0: your place. New drivers, and it's been a while since you've had two new ones in the same year. Uh, but most most of the rest of the crew are pretty well the same, aren't they?
2: Yeah, the whole crew is exactly the same. Uh, nothing's changed at all. Um, we've just it's really uh, just renaming a few things, and and uh, and that's about it. But. Uh, Yeah, everything else is the same.
0: I imagine last week you would have got out to Ipswich
2: for the uh, test day. Yeah, we went out there for a short period of time, mate, uh, because, you know, Ipswich is beautiful this time of the year. It's about 38 degrees in the shade, so... you know, one uh, can only handle so much of that. So well, I just uh, looked around the group. The guys were sort of well and truly uh, under control and everything was happening. So uh, I couldn't contribute anymore. So I decided I'd go home and have a couple of drinks.
0: Now, we, we've seen uh, reports and, and heard the words from Anton and Will. They're pretty encouraged, encouraging words uh, on their New steeds they've tried. Have you had feedback directly
2: from them? Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're both uh, very impressed with uh, with the cars. They um, they've obviously you know just fiddle around with a few little things. Nothing uh, too. Because of the fact that uh, uh, we we haven't really changed much from uh, last year to this, and just they, they they're just keen to get in the cars and go racing.
0: And it, it, it's been a while since you've had a. A young driver like Anton, but I know that uh, you'd be greatly encouraged to have someone, and obviously Will's a returnee, but to have someone like Anton driving the first time in a Mustang, he would have uh, waxed lyrical about it.
2: Like uh, Anton, I think uh, is is in a pretty good situation. He's he's very casual about everything. I think he's he's uh, not a guy that uh, we we have to put any pressure on because he. He puts all that on himself, so um, it's now up to us to be able to give him a car that uh, he can go ahead and, uh, and hopefully win races, because I believe the guy has, has the ability to, as we know Will has, when he's got the right people around him, he, uh, he's an extremely good driver. The uh, change for the team, you know, with uh, Roger
0: Penske uh, uh, pulling back from his involvement with your team... Um, th- there must have been a lot of work to uh, go back and to change all the mechanism to be just going as you were for many, many years, uh, you know, as the oldest running race team in Australia continuously. Uh, that must have been a, a big
2: job. Well, it wasn't really that much because of the fact that uh, I think the biggest the, the biggest thing we've had to do is obviously build two new cars and, and, uh, and at the same time... Um, reconstruct a, a truck because the, the old girl that I built back in 1996 um, we we sold and now we've we've got uh, uh, Paul Dumbrell's old trailer here and or I should say Lucas Dumbrell's old trailer that, which we've completely revamped. The boys have done a magnificent job of it. So, uh, yeah, we're sort of looking forward to the whole season but uh, having, having two new guys on there for me is uh, something pretty special.
0: Will must be uh, enormously uh, encouraged because, you know, he obviously showed some very good pace when he, uh, at the start of last year when he was still in the 23 red car. So he must be itching to get back and uh, grabbing some points again.
2: Well, he is, and I think that um, uh, the fact is that Will, as you know, has been here before, so we know him pretty well, and uh, he, he got along very well with everyone here originally. But the thing with Will is um, he's got to have confidence in the car and he's one of these guys who personally, you know, takes it on himself to, to make sure that he's giving his 100% and uh, it's up to us that they give giving the car, which I think uh, once we put the right people around both of our drivers, which I think we've done, uh, I think they're going to be very, very competitive indeed.
0: Will somebody who, uh, as you say, is a, a confidence driver and he, he obviously is is pretty revved up for the new year. He showed great pace at Bathurst last year. Is there going to be much change in the way in which the team is structured and the way it will work?
2: No, not at all. Ludo's obviously going to uh, he's going to engineer. Um, he's going to engineer Anton and uh, and Richie, who was the engineer with uh, with Scotty last year. He uh, he's going to engineer Will, and it's just a matter of them. Getting used to their engineers because, uh, uh, and I know that they have great faith in uh, in all the engineers because they do work together very well indeed. So um, it's it's now sort of up to them to uh, to just listen and learn, which they will do because uh, you're never too old to learn. and And I know damn well that uh, that Will uh, knows that indeed, and and I, I can't wait to be quite honest to uh, just to see how it all levels out at uh, at Bathurst because. They both go very well at Bathurst, and, and I know that the cars will be good.
0: Um, and, and of course, uh, Will will be wearing the number seventeen, um, for the year. Um, yep. I think that Anton's wearing number one hundred, which is a reference to, I can't remember what
2: three what threes. It is. It's for three threes. It have been a uh, hundred years of three threes, uh, which is a local manufacturing of three threes in their all their. Tomato sauces and and stuff like that, you know, barbecue sauces and all sorts of things. That uh, extremely nice products, indeed. They're just terrific. It's the best tomato sauce you'll ever ever buy. I promise you. Uh, the
0: uh, the way in which the uh, team is structured, um, are you going to have a bigger input than you've had in recent years with the uh, uh, the Penske involvement?
2: Well. It, my, my role will virtually be exactly the same. You know, Ryan, Ryan and I sort of now own the place 100% between the two of us. And and uh, as you know, Ryan has has been running the place for some years now. And and even even so, now he has sort of stepped up a notch to run uh, the entire business. Where uh, uh, with Ben Croak is now the uh, he's virtually manages the whole place, and uh, Josh Silcock has been stepped up to do he, as the uh, team manager now. so it's just it's just a matter of bringing people through into different roles and giving them more responsibility.
0: I'm not wanting you to talk about uh, Ryan's special position, but he has been in recent years under some medical conditions that were restricting him. particularly obviously because of COVID as well, everyone was being restricted. But is he back to a
2: closer to a a full strength? He's heading heading in the right direction, let's put it that way. He's he's having certain treatment, which is... uh, uh, At this point in time, he's double dosing just to make sure everything's going to be fine. And it's all heading in the right direction, which is very pleasing.
0: Um, Obviously, uh, you've been around motorsport longer than most in this country and been successful at it. I mean, your team now, I think, has 10 fights on the shelf, which is a fantastic thing to be in the double digit category. Did you, in your time with Penske, with both with Roger and Tim Sindrick, did you, you know, learn a, a lot of different ways in which they, because they compete in so many different categories, did you learn a lot of different things about the way they
2: go about it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like uh, they taught us many, many different things, mainly in the fact of presentation and uh, and procedures that they put together, because. Uh, I don't think there's a, anyone else in the world knows how to run motor racing teams better than than Roger and uh, and his people because uh, quite frankly, the the way they do things is uh, not rocket science or anything like that. It's just uh, number one is presentation. You, you get that right, and they said that everything else will come with it. And uh, and we they taught us how to do that and. Now that we've we're in that situation uh, nothing's going to change We will continue yeah. on the way that uh, that we've been set up by uh, by their people. I must say
0: that the last time I came to your workshop which was a couple of years ago at least um, and it was within the uh, Penske domain um, that uh, it had lifted to another level I you know I was very pleased to, to see in which ability I, I I didn't make the grand opening but I was there. Very shortly after some years ago. When was it the the factory opened? Your your establishment, the Stapleton.
2: Originally, uh, we, we moved into here on the. It was a block of dirt uh, in ninety Christmas ninety seven, and we moved here in the third month uh, of ninety eight, uh, straight from the lakeside race to here.
0: I remember that lakeside race because I was good. Uh, you were good enough to give me a. A ride uh, uh, in that last uh, race meeting at uh, the Lakeside Track, which I yeah. still vividly
2: remember. Fabulous racetrack, absolutely fabulous.
0: I, I do remember that when we came round on our first lap and uh, coming round the back there, I, I, it's not called the carousel out the back, is it? Uh, behind the pit, sort of thing. What's that?
2: The no, thing? no, that's un- under the bridge. They used to do call it under the bridge and down into hungry corner.
0: I remember you, you the back stepped out slightly and I think we came in the pits then and you said, oh, I'm not used to your weight. <laughs> well, <laughs> unfortunately, I weigh
2: less now than I did then. <laughs> well, that, that's a good thing, mate, not a bad thing.
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed. But, uh, yeah, I vividly remember that but, uh, <laughs> a wonderful time. Uh, and, of course, you've got the bonus of just the driving down the road. Um,
2: uh, is that still going? Yeah, yeah, too right. They, they've upgraded a lot of the stuff. They got uh, actually they have two uh, two screens now. So um, yeah, it's quite good. Looking forward uh,
0: next year, twenty two, of course, will be another change for the category, and you've seen you know all the way prior to Group A's when the and you know, I'll bring make mention later on about uh, Stephen and his uh, acquisition or the build he did, but um. Looking forward now to 2022 and moving to Gen 3, can you give me some idea as to how much of the category and the way it should run should go forward with Gen 3? I mean, obviously there's talk about, you know, different engines, maybe, a you know, a stock block or
2: a, a crate engine sort of thing, but no, I don't think that'll you- happen, mate. I can't see Ford or any other manufacturer not wanting to use their own engines. I think they're, they're doing a couple of options, but um, I think that the uh, the Ford side of things is pretty much, you know, uh, ready to sort of go, as as far as I know, and uh, it's all looking pretty good. And the thing is, what we're trying to do is just make the, the engines last a lot longer, and and uh, the initial uh, the initial cost of the engines to be a lot less, which uh, which we certainly have achieved with the Ford.
0: Um, maybe i'll just make mention now about Stephen and the xd um the car yep. looked fantastic and uh um there's obviously been a, a few hiccups along the way as there would be but are you pretty pleased with the way that car's worked out
2: yeah there's still a ways to go with it yet you know there are, there are a couple of issues that we've got to iron out uh just in in the way of you know keeping the brakes a bit cooler and and making it stop a little bit better with the with the rear end and things but but uh, overall, um, you know, we're very pleased with the engine and, and all the other mechanical bits that go with it, and uh, and quite frankly, you know, it's really never really had a decent sort of test day to go and throw a few things at it, which we will do in the very near future. Uh, it will be running at Bathurst um, along with supercars, so, you know, we're uh, we're pretty pleased with the way it's going, and I think everyone else has stepped up a bit too, so... I just hope that they don't get the category and try and turn it into uh, an early model supercar sort of thing because, you know, it, the, the category was never meant for that. It was just meant to uh, to showcase where touring cars came from. Have you had a drive in the car, by the way? Yeah, I have. I had the first drive at Lakeside uh, when we when we first went out there and released it. It was, uh, yeah, pretty tricky. I'll tell you, what, it's got a lot more grunt than the old True Blue had going way back, I'll tell you.
0: Looking, comparing now, I'll say, you know, with, with TCM and, and the current cars, do you think there is too much engineer involvement and control of the cars uh, compared Absolutely. to, say, you
2: know? T- Absolutely. You know, I think we should remove most of the stuff out of them. And, and uh, certainly of Gen 3, I know there's a couple of people wanting to go to uh, paddle shift and all that. You know, that's all bullshit. You know, you're not teaching anyone anything when they're sort of running around and it really detract from the in-car camera because there's nothing happening in there except for a guy sitting there, you know, turning a steering wheel. Like, there's got to be a bit of action inside the car. Like, if I, in my way, we'd be going back to h pattern gearboxes.
0: I must say, I was very pleased, uh, an interview with uh, Van Gisbergen recently, and he uh, certainly quite clearly stated his case that, yes, you know, don't have paddle shifts in these cars, you know, make them so you have to drive them.
2: Well, exactly right. You know, you're taking too much away from the drivers. We need to sort of make them more involved. So the car's not driving itself. The driver's got to drive it.
0: Have you had a a close look at the calendar yet for this year? I mean, obviously, starting at Bathurst is always a terrific thing to be doing. Um, But the way in which the formats, um, you know, some of these shorter
2: races, are you happy with that sort of format? Yeah, I think so. Look, you know, when you when you consider that, uh, you know, there was a lot to be learned out of the COVID thing from last year, and and you know, the, although it was pretty tough on the guys, etc., and the teams, but all in all, when you consider that um, it, we have reduced numbers of people that are allowed to come to the race meetings and things like that, well, that it, that's all about trying to save costs, and and uh, and that's what we need to do, and that's what Gen 3 is all about, is trying to save costs. But, you know, the car's not the only place we can save costs. It's obviously, you know, with accommodation and things like that, the less people you take away, um, the the less it's going to cost. So uh, it it makes a lot of sense to do, you know, some of the races the way they're doing and making them two-day race meetings instead of, you know, three. But, um, you know, and Bathurst replacing uh, uh, the Adelaide 500, um, that was a great move, I think, because um, we really need to start the, the season with a, a, good, a, a good hit out. And uh, having two 250k races at Bathurst, I think, is brilliant. And let me tell you, if the drivers uh, haven't been doing their, uh, their training over the, uh, the off-season, I can assure you they'll be feeling pretty average after 250 k's uh, on their own. Obviously, because of uh,
0: last year, that we're well aware that what can happen, and you know, I mean, there was that uh, massive on the road expedition, particularly for the Victorian teams, but also the Queensland teams. Are you expecting that there's going to be those sort of
2: disruptions this year, and and how do you plan for it? Oh, look, you know, I sincerely hope not. But um, look, I think um, anything's possible this year, as we've seen last year. But uh, to be quite honest, and in saying that, I think we're much better prepared than we were when it uh, first hit, because um, things um, obviously uh, have gone come a long way since you know we first got hit with this COVID thing, and I think that uh, uh, we've learned an awful lot from it. And I sincerely hope that we can go ahead and and uh, uh, deal with any situation that arises.
0: Which leads me on to a point which is a bit of a shock for, for many of us. The uh, um, John Bauer uh, recent uh, health news. Uh, have you spoken to John in, in recent times?
2: Oh, hell yeah. yeah all the time, mate. Um, you know, even even during the lockdown and that, you know, we'd have our... our uh, at, at least weekly sort of, um, um, you know, conversations over the phone because uh, I know how, well, everyone gets affected by, you know, being locked up for, I think it was uh, some ridiculous number of days, but uh, like 190 days or some damn thing. But um, at the end of the day, uh, he's he's sort of researched what he's doing and um, there are a number of ways... To sort of, uh, shall I say, um, deal with the sort of the sort of uh, medical condition he has, and uh, it's only time will tell whether he's uh, done the right one or the wrong one. So we can only just hope and uh, and give him the support that he needs to uh, to keep him going. And well, he's obviously he's out of hospital now, and no doubt next week we'll see him at Bathurst. All right,
0: as I. I do as well. Hope to see you at Bathurst. Dick, it's been terrific talking with you, and I'm sure that uh, your new lads will uh, pull on their red and yellow overalls and uh, set to and take the battle up to uh, anyone and everyone who's
2: out there. Thank you for joining us, Dick Johnson, on Inside Supercars. No worries, Tony, and my pleasure, mate, and I look forward to seeing everyone at Bathurst. Certainly uh, tense
0: times with the lockdown and COVID still hanging over the head. Uh, It's going to be an interesting, uh, I imagine, 72 hours is what's going to transpire this week. Um, I'm hoping that uh, it all goes well. Indications are that it's likely to uh, open up, but uh, we won't know for sure until it happens.
1: We will wait and see, there's no point even speculating on the outcomes at this time because There are so many different ways it can go.
0: That's it for Inside Supercars this week. That's it for me.
1: Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.